I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hello and welcome to In Universe, where we're talking all the ins and all the outs of all your favorite fictional universes. There might have been too many alls there, but it's fine. I'm Andrew. I'm Adam. You're putting some sting into that intro. It's strange. <laughs> and uh, today we're talking, I'm putting some sting because I'm excited. I, we got a topic I finally want to talk about after like 200 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Waited this long. Which is crazy too, because this is going to be like two 20 something which means there were 20 that you did like <laughs> somewhere in that are we at list. 220 i thought we yeah. were at like 180 no no damn I no I, I, don't, I think we're at like 180 i think i fucked up oh, okay i was like i have no idea how many i think we're at like 120 there. something but i think we no there's no way we're at like 120 i think we're at like 120 we gotta be creeping on two hundred. I don't think we are. I think we're at like one twenty. We took a pretty I, I, long break there, and uh, we were pretty slow uploading even prior to the break. Yeah, it's no, it's gotta be. God damn, only one twenty. Yeah, we sitting on one twenty. Yeah, we were both off. Anyways, um, here's to eighty more episodes. We're gonna make <laughs> that I'm gonna hate. <laughs> um, you know the with the topic we talked. It's yeah, in the title. It's in. We're talking about. Uh, I'm gonna say Perso. <laughs> Percy Jackson, baby. The or... Australian version, Perso Jackson. Or uh more like the uh, Pussy Jackson with all the poon he slays. He's only 12. Yeah, he's like fucking 12, dude. <laughs> um I, I might have to cut that. That's weird. Uh <laughs> No, yeah, I, talking... later in the series he slays that <laughs> i don't think that's true i think he's pretty monogamous yeah, pretty much is. the whole way through um i well he's got like i think three chicks that are into him yeah there's least. there's 
uh, I want to say Callisto, but I might be thinking of Calypso. Calypso's um, into him, I remember, I think. Yeah, and then Rachel and Annabeth. Yeah. But um, like he's pretty like throughout, yeah. he's pretty clear, only really got the got the eyes. Yeah. Um I'm on spoilers. Um yeah, yeah, spoilers for um, for the series. Uh yeah, so we're talking books, we're talking about the book, the um the TV show mostly. <laughs> um, but uh we will probably be talking about the book and the series as a whole like i am right now on the latest one that there's a good chance you guys haven't read but uh i won't spoil too much of it uh but it pertains to the topic at hand uh that he's he's like 18 in the latest book i think yeah i like that he's Um, getting older yeah no i like it heaps even though like he was like stagnant for like a whole last five books. Yeah, he um, well, those are a shorter time period. Those only yeah, have like a those, couple months in between. Yeah, because really. like each the first series, it's like one each summer. Yeah. And then like that one is like, oh, but all of these happen in like two weeks. Yeah, all of these happen in like I think a solid month or two. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, no, I think it's a whole school year because I think in the in the new book he talks about missing out on junior year. Okay, maybe so I think feel I think that it's way. A, yeah, I don't know. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah, in that book he's like pretty like determined. He's like eighteen years old and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna marry this girl. Although to be fair, that's most eighteen year olds in a high school relationship. Yeah. Um, but, Which um, it happens. It used to happen yeah, way more frequently. And sometimes then, um, it happens. Women then, got the right to work and they didn't have to worry yeah, about it as much. And people started realizing maybe it's not the best idea. It's probably pretty <laughs> stupid to make a huge decision <laughs> like that when you're only 18. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but uh, that aside, yeah, we're talking the, the series. It's just wrapped up pretty recently as far as this recording is concerned. Um, yeah, I think the last episode was like six days ago, something, something like, like that. that. Let's um, let's it's every hit, yeah, uh, just straight into it. What did you think? Like, we'll get into the nitty gritty specifics. I loved this series. Every really episode, yeah. every episode had me smiling the whole time. I started this series. So okay, um, if it wasn't clear before, I, I'm a pretty big Percy Jackson head. I am as well. Um, I read all the books back in like junior high. Yeah, I I read the whole Percy Jackson series. Um, I'd say probably three, maybe four times all the way through. Thinking about going through for another E. I know I've hit um, them at least twice, but I don't remember if I if I got too far into a third one. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so I'm 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 pretty into it. Uh, I've been. Pretty excited for this show. Uh, when they started talking about it, I'm like, yeah, that a show makes so much more sense than movies. Um, and then they started talking about the cast, uh, and they had um, Scott Walker. Yeah, um, I don't know. That doesn't sound right. I, I think his last name is Walker for sure. Maybe it's not Skim Walker. Definitely. <laughs> 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 he's walker um, scobell yeah oh, walker scobell yeah um yeah uh i watched the adam project where he played uh mini ryan reynolds in that uh and i enjoyed him heaps in that uh plus he's got that hilarious craft commercial where 
He's just real vulgar in a craft commercial. Because <laughs> I'm not aware of that. Uh, no, yeah, it was like during the time of when Adam Project came out. And so everybody was looking at him as like the mini Little Ryan Reynolds Ryan kid. Reynolds, yeah. Um, so they're like, so oh, he loves Ryan Reynolds. Let's have him say fuck. Yeah. So it's just a boy who's younger than he is now. He looks about 10 years old, being like real vulgar, being like, oh, uh, Craft mac and cheese will make you have a wet dream. It's <laughs> shit like that's that. insane. That's yeah, it's crazy. crazy. It's funny though. Um, so I was like super excited about this. Um, then the first episode uh came out and I was like, okay, yeah, they're nailing this. Um, and then every episode after that, I've gotten increasingly more into it and excited. Yeah, um, I'm similar. Like uh, we said, I'm big into this series since I was a kid um i find that i'm less susceptible to nostalgia than perhaps mm-hmm. you are um but i still had a really good time with it it's it's definitely for kids it's not trying to be anything oh yeah watching that. from episode one you're like oh, okay this is definitely a kid's show yeah it, it's for kids um which i think is probably the right decision like there's an argument yeah to be made. No, it should be it could have been not aged up but more prestige television-y if they really mm. wanted to go for the the, the adult fans now i i think it's a great idea to do it where it is now where you could do a lot like the harry potter movies where you target the beginning ones towards kids and as those kids grow up with the actors yeah. you could go more and more into the darker themes now i'm i'm hoping and it seems like it that the relationship and, and kind of responsibilities of these child actors is not the same as it was in those in the Harry Potter films. Oh. They, like it, it was relatively rough to be a child actor in any circumstance. But mm. like, I don't know. There's just a lot of pressure that comes with being a child actor in a wide franchise like this. Yeah. Like um uh Emma Watson talks about it heaps that like she would get just awful things sent to her for pretty much no reason because she's a child um and i i by race bending annabeth to be a black girl uh they knew pretty much from the get-go that that probably would happen to her Mm -hmm. like there's a a really nice um i think it's in an interview where the actress lay something or other um she talks about you know preparing for that and how rick riordan like was talking to her and was like no matter what they say just remember i chose you to be annabeth mm-hmm. and i think is a really nice thing for him to say to her because oh yeah it's a great way to show support especially to like a kid too, yeah because that's gonna mean so much he's a kid and like she did get heaps of fucking yeah exactly online about it which fucking sucks mm-hmm. but um it seems like they're trying to go at this at a way that doesn't, even if unintentionally, yeah. exploit child actors. Yeah, which I think is really good. It, and it sort of happened with both franchises with this and Harry Potter, where in a lot of situations with child actors, they're kind of shitted on on all fronts, where the studio treats them like shit and the fans treat them like shit and everything. But at least in those two projects, and it feels like in this project a good bit i know the harry potter was much more explored and stuff um with that sort of thing where the studios 
are so worried about taking care of these kids yeah um, and making sure it's a good experience for them um that well, even if not the studio definitely the the producers yeah the producer i yeah the directors a bit the, bigger. Pro- the, producers. The, the crew of the show yeah and everything um but uh yeah it's great to see that um how much care they're putting into not only the show as a whole but the well-being and um the treatment of the kid actors yeah which which definitely makes watching the show feel better oh yeah. oftentimes you you watch something the child actors in i don't know personally in the back of my head i'm like this probably sucked for this kid yeah no and it's especially hard to watch the show yeah um it's not that much of an issue for me for most shows because um like i like to give most things the benefit of the doubt but when you know for sure that kind of stuff happens because that stuff will come out where they're like hey um i always treat like it happens heaps with fucking like nickelodeon and Disney oh, channel yeah. shows anything and stuff like that dan schneider you know oh yeah pretty awful and then just watching those shows you have such a bad taste in your mouth the whole time um but um, all of that aside all of those those things that would have made me hesitant to like the show seem to be addressed pretty well and onto the things that i think like matter as it as a show the writing is pretty much book like accurate like it's like, I think me and you have talked separately about how they mm-hmm. condensed it a good deal. And part of that is they made the characters much smarter. They pretty much never yeah, get trap. There that's one of the issues I had with the show. Um, which like I kind I understand why you're doing it and everything, but I feel like from like a character stance, it's gonna be hard to see these characters evolve like and become more competent uh, as it goes on and everything and you're like oh they're really coming into becoming heroes if they're just kind of like that from the get-go where they understand like oh this is a trap this is like obviously what's going on how could we like obfuscate it and everything um which kind that kind of sucks on two fronts where first you kind of get that messed up like really rushed character development and everything uh but second which is kind of more of a bummer to me uh is where the book really made it feel like a greek story because that kind of shit happened all the time oh yeah where you're headed from point a to point b but all this fucking shit gets in your way and you're always falling into these random ass traps the second one is is much more explicit about this but the first one is pretty heavily, I would say, inspired by the Odyssey. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the nature of the Odyssey, you know. A simple sail back home gets blown off in tons of directions and you deal with all exactly. this shit. Um, and I, I understand why they had to do it. They gave themselves a tight timetable, which the book also has, but is able to kind of work around it. Yeah. Um, and... And they give themselves, you know, only like what eight episodes, so it makes sense they couldn't go into a lot of mm. them. But it is a little disappointing in that because it is still just a TV show, 
we don't have to see them be caught in the trap for ages, but you can definitely just yeah show that they've been stuck and for a couple hours at least. Even if it's not getting caught in traps and everything, one just of my being less competent. Yeah. yeah, one of my bigger issues is that Percy was always our window into the series. Right, like, he series had to have mythology stuff explained to him. And... Yeah, where they're like, oh, this is this person, this is this person's deal. Where they do that a few times in the show to kind of explain what's going on. Uh, but with Percy seeming so um, well-informed with, like, Greek mythology and stuff, it seems like they're much easier to, like, brush it off of what's yeah. going on. Because, like... I, I can see that's for two things. One, um, it makes him less dependent on other characters, mm-hmm. particularly Annabeth in the books, falls into that kind of mrs exposition role yeah which splitting that out between them probably helps just from a character perspective a lot Mm -hmm. so that one character is not constantly explaining to another one but it seems like pretty much nobody needs to be explained to in this yeah no and then when they do explain it it feels like like yes i know Yeah. yeah It's it's that trope of like explaining something both people in the conversation already know about. Yeah, no. Which um, I mean, it's not a huge deal, I don't think, but it's you know. It's I, I just perfect. feel like it could have been handled a bit better, and I feel like a bit of that might have been because a lot of criticism with that sort of thing is people being like, "Why is this person acting in such a dumb way, falling into this obvious trap?" Yeah, like you would probably do a lot with like the Odyssey and stuff, but these are twelve-year-olds. Yeah, like these you... are twelve-year-olds, and like even in the Odyssey, I mean, the Odyssey, <clears throat> excuse me, is a great way of looking at it because Odysseus never does anything really stupid. Yeah, his, and... his biggest problem is that he's super prideful. Yeah, you know, he gets away scot free from Polyphemus, the the Cyclops, and then as he's on the boat getting out of there, he's like, "Hey, idiot! My name's not nobody. It's Odysseus," <laughs> and he's like, "Well, why'd you fucking do that?" Yeah, um, but and I think if you didn't want your characters to look dumb, even though I think you're right, they're twelve, they're allowed mm-hmm. to be dumb, but if you didn't want your characters to be dumb, you could still put something like that in. Yeah. Maybe focus a little heavier on how Percy's. Um, sacrificial nature which is one of my favorite parts of his character oh dude this this, this kid's kid nails so it too. willing to yeah. fucking jump on a sword it i'm rules. like oh like after he does it like the third time i'm like okay calm down a little I, bit i'd be like stay away from swords man <laughs> but um maybe make that like his fatal flaw basically which is is the case that's what the books ultimately fall on. His fatal flaw is he cares too much. Yeah. It, yeah, and that's another thing where I, I feel like maybe he did sacrifice himself a bit too much because that feels like a bit more of the rushed character development where in like the books and everything, you're like, oh, you get a sacrifice in this book and then like the next yeah. book and stuff where this it happens. He does like, do it pretty consistently three in times the series. like back but to, yeah. yeah, but it, I feel like it just happened a little bit too fast. I can see that. Um, but I'm like, as as longtime yeah, listeners I'm, might realize, we must really like this show being this negative straight out of the bat. You know what I mean? <laughs> we only do this to things we like. Well, yeah, because we care so much about. Yeah, because <laughs> like when we hate something, we're we're still negative, yes, but oftentimes we try to start positively. Mm-hmm. And so when you're listening to one of our episodes, 
can probably be a little bit of a whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, that's fair. But um, but no, I I yeah, I I think it's completely the case that the only reason we care this much about minute character arc stuff and character writing stuff is because it's a really good show. Dude, and the, yeah, and with the book, just these small things, it could be an excellent show. It's it, and it's just something so near and dear to my heart. I'm like these, like the books themselves are just so good on their own. Oh, I they're, love those. They're books. like some of the best children's books. Like, they're ever. my favorite. YA that's something people series. gotta remember that these these, these are, are kids books. They're kids books, <laughs> and, and it's they a kids made a series kids show about kids. Books. Yeah, it, I mean. As much as I would have liked a more, uh, not adult is the wrong word. That's definitely not what I want. But yeah, mature. a more mature version of a Percy Jackson world. Um, you know, you talked to me about the book where he's in college, and that super interests me. Oh, yeah. Well, this guy book, not too far out from college. Yeah, he's in senior year of high school right now preparing for college. Yeah, and I hope they um, continue that. I hope we get to oh, see him dude, as like a grown I, man. I love this. Okay, so yeah, this. All right, skip ahead a bit if you don't want any spoilers. Uh, for... Skip ahead a bit. How long is it? <laughs> I don't know. Um, you'll hear us talking about something else. <laughs> um, but um, it, like four minutes. You might miss some stuff because I don't. Oh, think well, I'm you better go catch up because they're gonna say they're gonna skip the four minutes and you're gonna still be talking. No, the people who skipped a bit are gonna skip a bit, and then I'm gonna talk, talk this, about four, four minutes. minutes. And they're like, "What the fuck?" Anyways, um, and there's so much cool setup for Percy Jackson's life going forward in this new book, where um, uh, like it's all about him trying to get into a college, which is New Rome University, where Annabeth is going, um. And uh, for one, one thing I love about this book, I'm going to talk about this book right now because we're probably not going to get an episode on um, this book or anything. Uh, but I love how low stakes this book and this, it looks like it's going to be a trilogy, is compared to all the other ones. Because every other book in... Fate of the World um, shit, yeah. yeah. It's, you have a major crest that if it... Um, if the major quest ends, the world ends. And then a bunch of the minor quests that are going on in each separate book are also kind of world-ending shit. That or at least life and death. Yeah, at least, at the very least, life and death. But this series is just it fucking Percy like, man, it'd be so cool if I could go to college. I really <laughs> want to get that done. And him working his ass off to yeah. get it done. It's fucking um, his quest is getting fucking letters of wreck and shit. Yeah, it's it's legit. That's he's got to get three letters of wreck from God. Oh, that rules! And, and that's what he's doing. Um, that should be a fucking piece of cake for him with all the shit he's done for I, them. You think it would be? But he literally okay. Um. Oh shit! What's his name? Uh, you know, um, the god of old age that Hercules had to wrestle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to fucking wrestle that guy in this, <laughs> and he's like, "If this guy gets me through the ground, I'm just dead." And he's, <laughs> and he's sitting there fucking fighting for his life wrestling this well, guy. I'm like, dude, this is about going to college, bro. Maybe. Well, yeah. Why you been fucking him? Why couldn't you go to like I don't know fucking Hades and be like, hey, remember when we stopped the fucking Titans together? Do you think you could fucking write me an essay? I mean. He, to be fair, he went to a really easy god. He went to, um, fuck, why can't I not think of names? Uh, the opposite god, the god of youth. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
fuck, I don't remember. Uh, but he's the fucking chalice pourer of the gods, and the whole quest is he lost his chalice and he went to Percy Jackson because his dad put out a fucking ad on God Craigslist for Percy Jackson <laughs> Dude, to get his upset. fucking letters a wreck. Yeah, no, look, I would be too. But yeah, anyway, you can't just write that shit, Dad. You can't just uh, no. It was it was specifically like, oh, your dad can't write it, and he's like, it Ooh. seems like you're making up rules as we go. And this what is about awful. Zeus? Can Zeus not write it? Zeus wouldn't fucking write I've, that shit. He's done like two big. Fucking but he things. doesn't care. It's Zeus. I guess that's fair. But anyways, the dick. point I'm trying to get to. And we'll get back hey, to that and, point. Zeus is a dick. Hey, if you're uh listening, if you came if you back skip, ahead, skip, skip more, skip more, skip more. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyways, it's set up so much for the future, mostly with them going to college, but also um, uh, a big moment in this is he finds out that his mom is pregnant and he's gonna have oh. a brother. Uh, in this with and, and with um, I don't remember her. Uh, so she gets married. And has a pretty healthy relationship. Good, which is good, good for her. With a teacher named Paul Blowfish. Blow, Blowfish. Oh, I do remember. That sounds Blow. like Blowfish. Yeah, I do remember that. And he's just the coolest guy. I remember. Yeah, he he rules. And, and so, like him finally getting that family, he's like finally coming together that he's been missing his whole life. Oh, it just warms my heart so much. I can't wait for more. Um, but yeah, it's. I forgot what I was going to do with the future of Percy Jackson and shit. Uh, but I hope it keeps going. I, I hope I, so too. I hope we really get to see him mature. If after college you want to do a time jump and do fucking little mortal boy, his little brother, um, Perry John, uh, Perry Blowfish or whatever. <laughs> John Blowfish. John Blowfish. Uh, that would kick ass. I, I would love to see a fucking yeah, older. Yeah, fucking... uh, John Blowfish has nothing to do with the Greek pantheon, so he just joined like the mafia. Uh huh. <laughs> it rules. Um, but uh, yeah, I I love all of that. Um, and I'm just gonna say we're back. Uh, you hey. can listen now. I don't know if that like was four 15 minutes. Fifteen seconds ish. Hey, you're allowed to listen. Um, we're starting to talk. About the regular show and series again. Not that, not and... the cartoon, the regular show. The, no, no. The um, Percy the Jackson and Percy the Olympians Jackson TV Olympians. show. Um, and we're back now. Cool. Hope... <laughs> Hopefully that lines that... up somewhere. Hope um, that helped you. Um, so, and speaking you know, of the show as a whole, I'm kind of real bummed out they didn't call season one the Lightning Thief. And I feel like just, they should have. And then season two could have been. The whole thing is yeah. Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Especially with them doing the thing I loved, where each episode is a chapter title. That does rule. Yeah. I'm so glad they brought that over. Um, I don't know. Okay, I don't know if they're gonna do it, um, but if they do lead into um, the Olympians, uh, Heroes of Olympus series and everything, um, I feel like you would need way more episodes to do it like this. But I think it would be so cool to just have each episode be like uh jason one yeah one and then you just have like a whole episode like from not, their pov yeah or... not through their pov because it's a show and everything uh but like just about them yeah um, i am sort surprised of the books rely heavily on being explicitly from percy's pov with his internal monologue oh yeah which is hard to do in in a film format or television format but not impossible i'm surprised they didn't just let us 
especially with the do, kids yeah do narration. Just have a narration yeah they do it like at the they kind of cap the series with a little narration at the beginning and then but i think for one i feel like it would have ate, ate up a lot of time and for two um i don't know if it was actually necessary because i think they did such a good job at translating to the medium for jokes and stuff like keeping like a little in the book a lot of the humor is just um percy thinks a Percy's sarcastic, sarcastic thing. joke yeah and everything he but doesn't in the, even typically say it he thinks a sarcastic thing yeah and yeah exactly and in the show they do a lot of stuff where they'll play with like um like like jump cuts and stuff uh like stuff you can only do in a show um like i remember one pretty funny one was in when they went to vegas with the animals and grover was like oh these guys are these animals are genius they got like a master plan going and it just jump cuts to them just kind of running loose yeah. in las vegas and that shit got me like That's pretty, pretty hard yeah uh i'm pretty sure a kid would fucking lose oh it dude um Um, so one of the only other um points of of disappointment i had for the series and i don't really blame the series too much for it but um in the books everybody you know most people are described race neutrally i would say most people yeah cast aren't the main cast well even even then like percy's sort of like i think he just described like his hair and stuff is described but he's described as like vaguely greek looking well yeah he's described with like olive skin which is yeah tannish um yeah um but i know one thing a lot of people do is um they'll look at the graphic novel series and look at the um like illustrations of them and they'll be like, they'll kind of mix that in with their memory of the book and be like, oh, this is how they always looked yeah. and everything. When that's not really necessarily the case. No, but, and, and I don't really have any problem with race bending, most things. Um, mm-hmm. But there was a video I watched by a, a creator called Lamb Hoot on YouTube uh, about the game, the video game Hades, um, that I think also ascribes to the wider pop culture understanding of greek mythology right and i'm not going to go through his whole points you can watch the video if you want but um his kind of main thesis is it does kind of suck as a greek person which he is um that the greek gods are never greek yeah that's fair you know almost everybody else gets their cultural mythology to at least resemble them Mm -hmm. um and it doesn't have to be everybody uh, especially in the Percy Jackson series, where it's pretty explicit that where the, when they move to a new place, they take on the aspects of that place. Yeah, the word it, a big deal in the series is the Western civilization. Right. When they were Greek, they were Greek. When they were Roman, they became Roman. Now that they're American, they're American. Mm-hmm. And so I understand it in a Percy Jackson sense, right? But I I do think it is a, a little bit of a a disappointment that we only get one actual greek person portraying a greek god and it's dionysus the drunk asshole like that's 
And yeah, that that, so that is a bummer. That he's also like in mythology, maybe the only of the Greek gods who has a basis for not actually being Greek. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, it is, it is a big bummer. It, that is more of a problem as greek and pop culture as a whole yes Um, at least they're not british which they typically are yeah and at least in this one like there is the conceptually a reasoning for why it's not the case um i but also i feel like if they did flashbacks or whatever like they also probably wouldn't put in the effort to make them yeah but and, and people who it doesn't make a ton of sense for, like Chiron, who is portrayed by an actor I love. He, he he's one mm-hmm. of my favorite actors in The Wire, um, where he plays the mayor of Baltimore. Um, he's a great actor. I think he's really good as Chiron in this. But Chiron isn't a Greek god. He doesn't have to change with the setting. Yeah. He could have been a Greek guy. Yeah, no, that's fair. I I think there's a lot of um that where you could have put in somebody um right there even if they're not changing with the times and whatnot right and you know it doesn't ruin the series for me but it is a little disappointing yeah As someone who is partially greek it, it's you know yeah it's it's disappointing that that kind of fumble we've had going on gets carried on yeah it kind of flattens greek culture into the wider white culture mm-hmm and I, I think definitely kind of um, with that idea, the movies definitely should have had all Greek. Oh, um, definitely. Because they, did, they didn't really do the thing where they're changing with the time. Like, all their outfits are Greek armor and shit like that, where they kind of just ignored that bit. But then they still didn't use greek, greek people, people greek actors yeah. you know what i mean yeah it just it's it's not a huge it, deal, yeah it's a it's, bummer um but uh yeah it did i i that could have been cool um but um yeah there's some changes in here there's heaps of changes uh in here that uh i liked and i didn't like uh one thing that i really wish they changed uh that they kept from the movie is I think the movie made a better choice of making the pen a click pen and yeah. not a cap pen. It's a cap pen in the books, but yeah, I understand is so it's cooler. a cap. click pen is so cool when he fucking clicks that shit down and it pops. Not one moment in this was I psyched when he took his sword out. Especially he also because doesn't how get the slow name it of it, is. which is cool. Yeah, that was crazy. That why did they not like take a second to be like Hey, this is an important sword for uh, you. For yeah, for you specifically. It's um, honestly um like a hint that Chiron knows who his dad is before mm-hmm. they even start cuz he does. Yeah, exactly. Um and then when uh that that's a bummer as a whole where their weapons aren't put as much important on it because that also feels like a really Greek thing too oh, like yeah. where it's like, "Oh, this Weapon is important. It's got a name and everything. Um, that sort of thing. There's a, a bit of lip service to that. And uh, that is one thing I want to get into. Because uh, it's one thing I really enjoyed from the books that is brought up, but doesn't really fit with me in, in the series. Um, backbiter. Luke's sword. Yeah. There's it, a, a huge emphasis in that it is both. It is 
double-bladed, and one blade is celestial bronze to hurt mythical things and demigods, and the other one is straight-up regular steel. Well, it's mythical things and gods, because demigods get hurt by steel and... Yes, well, that's what I'm saying. Celestial bronze hurts demigods and monsters and shit like that. Mythical things. Whereas straight-up regular steel implies, and I think it implies it in such a great way that it doesn't feel at odds with a children's book mm-hmm. like he's not straight up i'm gonna use this to kill regular people mm-hmm. but that's that's the intention right he's like i could use this to kill just a guy yeah exactly um, and i think that's really cool um and like i think they they do say that it's you know they say that something's going on with it but i think that's more to yeah like, i don't remember them saying like okay yeah that brings me to my next point that this show does i didn't really realize it until i was talking to people about it where it feels like it relies so much on you that you know the the series and what's going on yeah because like to me like i didn't even realize that they didn't bring up that was the name riptide and everything until like late i was talking to a friend about it and then he's like, oh, yeah, I like his sword. And like, I'm like, oh, yeah, Riptide? And he like was kind of confused about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, they didn't even mention yeah, it. Yeah, they don't mention it. I think um, I, I think, think that Celestial Blondes itself yeah. wasn't That's, really... There's a, a, a throwaway line when they're going to Hephaestus's water world or whatever, where the blades are burring and, and Annabeth is like, oh, they're made out of Celestial Bronze. They'll hurt us, but any normal person would just walk right through them, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which one? I understand that because that's from the books. But I feel like if you were just an average watcher, I would be like, "Why does metal not hurt?" Yeah. Exactly. Why does magic metal not hurt regular man? I think you need a scene in in the show, like in the book, where for one, somebody sits down and explains it for, to you, and for two, you see that. Like, there's a couple of times in the books where he'll swing at a person, like, instinctually, um, and it'll just pass right through them. Yeah. Um, where I think they needed to make that much more clear, and a bunch of stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, there's stuff in here that uh, feels like they kind of, like, I feel, did they even talk about, like, nectar in this? No, like, that's, that, that's not really brought up as a way to heal yeah um, i feel i might be mixing it up with the book but i feel like i remember him seeing him drink the nectar well that's what they um, do at the very beginning when he's in the hospital in the book yeah they wake him up from the minotaur fight with nectar and he says it tastes like the blue chocolate chip cookies mm-hmm. his mom makes um and then that's when they, they that like, that was another thing not enough emphasis on the blue food they they show think, it it happens I but they think don't... it was once at the end where he had blue pancakes i think she hands him blue like candy or something at one point as a kid mm-hmm. but yeah they have blue pancakes at the end which uh look i know it's a huge thing in the book and i do love it in the book those pancakes look fucking disgusting oh yeah they look <laughs> fucking fried. and i all i could think of when he did it was the blue waffle joke. oh yeah, yeah. i'm like okay that's pretty fucking gross dude oh, you could have chose like any food she should have made him blue cookies you should have made him a blue cheeseburger with oh, blue that would have that would have been bad i would have hated that <laughs> but yeah i mean yeah there's just a lot of a lot of things that feel kind of foundational 
to the the RPG mechanic, and maybe that's just because we're RPG mechanic, video game mechanic kind of guys. Yeah. But it feels like it's important to establish those early so that you can use them a lot, and it feels yeah, exactly. And it feels good, and and it doesn't of, feel like it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you establish early on that hey, if they're injured they can eat this nectar and because they have a bit of god in them it'll heal them instead of kill them yeah and so that it shows they couldn't just use it on anybody they have to use it on you know them yeah and you could have had moments like that like when he was like poisoned they could have been like oh we don't have nectar right. we gotta find something to do or or and... uh, nectar is some of the, the the rations they're given before they start their quest Mm-hmm. which i think is a very easy time to do that where it's just like this is nectar you're it'll heal you if you need it yeah i i feel or like feed you i feel I think like they give them like 200 bucks and a handful of golden drachma and they're like all right you figure it out from here <laughs> they don't I... even get fucking trail mix or anything like yeah no fair one of my biggest issues of the changes that they made grover never eats like fucking trash he should yeah (laughs) dude i want to see that guy just walking down the street as they're talking just munching on an aluminum can um but that it kind of made me mad um he's not good enough and i know why they did it because it would be a pain in the ass cgi wise to show it all the time but uh, it's pretty easy to forget he's a goat boy. Yeah, no. Um, when his shoes were pulling him into Tartarus, <laughs> I legitimately forgot he was a goat. And then he <laughs> kicked it off the hook. I'm like, oh, that should have been way easier then, right? You should just you slip right so, out. Right? <laughs> you think as soon as they started going, they would slip you, off his Yeah, you think, he'd, you think he'd fall. Sorry, I thought my mic disconnected. You could hear me, right? I can hear you, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you think he'd fucking fall on his ass and then like um, they would just slip right. They, on. they didn't look like they were right tied on. that well. Yeah, like how do you tie onto your ankle, basically? <laughs> uh, I will say, the reveal it being in his backpack and all that is it's directly from the book, but it feels like a worse reveal. And maybe it's just because I'm an adult. Yeah, what's it? I'm smarter than my twelve year old self, and I can. And I already know, so it's like whatever. Yeah, but didn't he get a shield in? That's in the movie. I don't remember oh, if it's the same thing in yeah. the book. But yeah, no, in the I movie... think it's a backpack thing. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple of changes that the movie made that I think works better as a. In whole. the movie, he gets a wristwatch shield that extends out, and it's in the shield. Yeah, although weird to have two extending weapons, I guess. I mean, I think it makes sense. It's it's especially um i think later on it's established that that's a pretty common magical thing that you want yeah no that's fair well i mean they come in like all different shapes and sizes of like where uh, um this thing goes like uh one of my favorites is uh jason's who has the two-sided uh, coin, two-sided coin where fucking he flips me. the coin and then one side i think a sword and the other is and a the other hammer. one's a if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help. From fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Spear. Spear, yeah. Yeah, because he often fights on horseback, and he's got a spear that he shoots yeah, lightning that through. Shit it's cool ass. as fuck, dude. And it's cool that he, like, he doesn't know which one it's gonna be, so he's just like has to be prepared in either situation. Yeah, I feel like you could kind of like. Do you really need to flick it into there? I think because well, I... it's magic. You, I think the rules of it are the rules of it. If it were or a you... science coin, yeah, you could just. Or whatever. can I just flip it into my other hand? I think you like... gotta flip it. I think that's part I, of the magic. I guess that's bullshit, <laughs> but yeah. Um, one um... thing I really like about the series, and again, it's probably that RPG mechanic head of mine. Um, and it goes into the problem where they don't really explain it. The metals, the various metals, mm-hmm. mythical metals, are really interesting to me. Uh, celestial bronze, uh, what is it? Um, underworld obsidian or some shit? Or underworld black iron? Oh, yeah. Um, because weapon is made out of it and shit mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then imperial gold are fucking cool as hell. Yeah, And I no, think it would are. be cool to show how they work. Especially yeah, and how the they TV work series. Where I think you do have that time. Yeah, that's my thing is 
there's like we we've even given it a thing uh, like talked about it before where we're like oh it is kind of crunching a whole bunch but it's a tv series you can make it as long as you really need to like even adding five to ten minutes per episode would yeah. do it or just add like another episode especially it. since it's streaming specifically mm-hmm. there's no like I mean, I guess Disney Plus is adding ads or some shit, so maybe that's yeah. But it. even then, there's you no. You just keep you doing. Don't need it. It's not like you need to fit in a time to slot. A time yeah. slot. Yeah. So uh-huh. it's a little disappointing. They could have just made you know hour long episodes instead of the forty minutes. Yeah, and it's not that like it wouldn't be that expensive to add an exposition where it's just two characters sitting there talking. Sure. Right. Um. Yeah. Uh. That kind of brings me to another issue I have with the show is the action in it feels kind of lacking. Yeah, and, and, and it, again, I think it's because they're children and yes. they don't have a ton of fight choreography experience and it's not like in most most normal shows where you can just have an adult who is trained in that kind of thing step in, put on a mask or whatever yeah. and then do some cool-ass shit. Because it's kid actors, they kind of are stuck with kid actors. But against that point when it's actor like you i think it's much easier to do that kind of thing when it's like against a cgi monster or whatever where you're like okay you guys do do kind of whatever and i'll figure it out and then we could like it's easier to do that than choreography between two people but when it is choreography between two people that's when it's the best action in the show like his fight with aries and his fight with luke are the best fights in the show they that's are actor on acted they they could have been they yeah. they i think luke i remember watching the fight with luke and i'm like okay this i'm really liking I, what's going on i wish they trusted their editor a little more i think they're cut up a little too much they still got uh, they're not as bad with yeah the that's cam, fair but they got that cw cut action which i really dislike that's fair um the one with him on the beach is less so that problem but and again, it's because they're they're kids. The actual fight choreography, I don't believe that Percy is very good with his sword. Like he's supposed to be really good with his sword. Well, he strikes me as about as good as any of the other kids with with a sword. That's kind of something I did like in the show more, where because like in the books and everything, it, it it feels a bit lame for like I get it's like a power fantasy thing, but just for him to like pick up the sword and he's like oh i'm really good whereas talent he has which i think is fair he doesn't have a ton of them yeah where i I mean that's fair too but um i liked in the book where or in the show where it's kind of like he was like shit at everything but he's like oh the sword is something i can learn this is something i feel like i have like a future in and everything um where that's why i kind of liked where he didn't take luke on alone at the end and just like beat him in a sword battle when luke was the best sword fighter in the camp with years of experience and then the same thing with Ares. he's like legitimately the like the god of yeah that that was always a bit weird for me yeah well i liked that he's like oh i can like I'm on the back foot this whole fight, but I'm taking every little advantage yeah. of it. And, like, and I love in the book, the book when he, like, steps better. into the yeah. water and everything. Where, where, yeah, I wish that was a bit more where he's fighting in the water the whole time. And then that final blow, there was, that was badass, where he just pulls that wave onto the beach. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. Personally, I really like in the book where 
he's getting his ass kicked the entire fight, but he just happens to get a scratch on his leg, and he's like, it was till we, whoever drew first blood. Yeah, I know, exactly. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I think they might have to do a better job of making the gods feel important and powerful. Because we see That's Percy fair. beat one, the god of war, in a sword fight. We see Hephaestus as this weird little weedy dude in an abandoned theme park. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. Like... I feel like I feel like they could have done that for what. That's another thing I had. Um, Hephaestus was way too hot in this. He had mad he... Dilf energy. I don't know. Um, about, I don't know about any of that. I think that says more um, about you than it does about no, Hephaestus. Hephaestus has to be but ugly. Uh, but no, I I remember Hephaestus is one of my favorite gods in mythology. Uh-huh. Um, and, and in the book, he's described as this lump of a man. He's huge. He's like overweight his face is ugly he's got scruffy red hair and he's covered mm-hmm. in grease because he works at a forge um in this he looked tweedy he looked like he sits at cafe he looked yeah he looked like a teacher and and fuck that teachers are like yeah no teachers <laughs> suck ass words people on the fucking especially planet. substitutes fuck those guys <laughs> but um, um... The joke is for anybody who doesn't know, I'm a substitute teacher. I don't just yeah. hate teaching. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's he's way too normal looking. He should look fucking gross because that's mm-hmm. the whole thing. He was born so gross they threw him off a fucking mountain. Yeah. Oh, in the book he's also disabled, which I really like. In the book he walks with a limp yeah, and, and then this a... this I he had a cane. He had a cane, um, yeah, but yeah, but I mean, you you do see him shuffle around a bit, and all he really does is walk out of a door and walk in. Into yeah, a that's door. fair. Um, but yeah, they, they I think they could have gone. He's just too delicate. Him. I think um, he should be. Beaten. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that that's a bit of a problem where of how unique of a god uh, Hephaestus is, where all the gods are beautiful, perfect looking people and everything yeah they can look like um, however they want but he specifically yeah. either doesn't or can't yeah um so that that was a real <laughs> bummer um uh what's his name um uh hermes the, the hermes lin-manuel yeah. miranda <laughs> lin-manuel miranda um i i kind of thought he kicked ass a bit in this uh he's, uh he's good in this i'll say i'm i'm not a big lin-manuel miranda fan I don't like the way he sings. I don't like his acting very much. Yeah. Uh, um, he's, but he's good in this, I'll say. I No, I mostly mean per, uh, Hermes himself was fucking cool in this. Uh, how he does his, like, super speed, uh, where it felt pretty um, jumper, <laughs> if you guys know that film. <laughs> if you know that, that thick-ass film. Like, badass. fucking Anakin and Sam Jackson. <laughs> yeah, where it feels like it's, like, he's moving really quick and it's super speed because of like the sound design and the visuals they use and everything but it's not the cliche flash he turns into like a blur, a blur or whatever yeah. it disappears um, um i will say clearly luke's shoes are meant to evoke his sandals um it would have been nice if we got to see like the real version that luke's are supposed to be based on yeah um although that does feel more like because like each of the gods special item or whatever uh, i guess hermes got two he's got his sandals and his staff yeah his caduceus um, yeah um but uh well I, yeah i was I, gonna say that um so in the books uh 
Annabeth's Yankees cap, which I think is not a Yankees cap in this. I think it's just like a New York hat because they don't want to license the yeah, Yankees. Yeah, fair. But yeah, I get that. But I, I did like that it was a Yankees cap because mm-hmm. hell yeah. But um, I don't give a shit about baseball. Honestly, that thing could have said L.A. on it, and I would not have noticed. But um, it is the Helm of Darkness. And I assumed when he was like, you already had it. Just bring it to me. No, it, her cap's not the Helm of Darkness. I could have sworn it was. That's why it no, turned her invisible. It's, it, it's, no, oh, it's, it's like no, specifically. It's, it's, it's like, cap of invisibility. Yeah. Which is the Helm of Darkness in mythology. Yeah, no. In in the book, they make a pretty big distinction um, where uh, between uh, her thing and the Helm of Darkness, where it's like, yeah, it's a similar thing, but it's nowhere near as powerful. Um, and like, we, the Helm of Darkness can hide you from gods where that Yankees cap can't and shit like that. Uh, but oh, dude, I loved how the Helm of Darkness looked in this show. Um, cause like it would have been real easy to just make it a pile of shadows or whatever, but having yeah. it just be like a full on kick ass helmet like that. Yeah. Um, uh, that shit fucking cool as hell. Also, I really liked, um, uh, the master bolt in it being like a full, like, again, it could have been the, the CGI lightning, lightning he grabs yeah. like it is in <gasps> the movie and, how it is basically in fucking Thor Love and Thunder type thing, but it just being like a fucking metal spike. Yeah. That you're like, I could I do, stab this into a guy. I do wish it was longer. I wish it was clearly a spear. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. But uh, uh, how, then how would it fit in a backpack, I guess? So. Yeah, how would it fit in a backpack? Maybe when it's activated, like the energy yeah. of it like stretches Maybe out it then becomes a cgi lightning bolt I yeah know. i would like it better if it's just the ends of it are all yeah. lightning and then like it's still clearly metal um i don't know if we get a good look at it um so i don't remember uh but what a love to see poseidon's trident yeah again um, some of that exposition that i think would have been cool is starting with they're all those three powerful weapons were forged by the cyclopses underwater yeah exactly and that's going to be important later on exactly to, yeah um yeah i feel i feel like uh the show even though like it was light even though the show feels mostly like people just talking to each other i feel like not it a mark against more it, of that like, yeah I, no i, I really like shows where people I mean, talk um even if that's like it like something you're worried about where oh this show is just people talking to each other it's so engaging you're yeah. not even gonna notice the only though you only like i only notice because i know how things play out in the books and everything and my brain's going like oh that's different they changed that yeah sort of thing um but uh yeah uh forgot what i was saying <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited to see where they go in the future dude I'm, i am so excited i'm looking I mean, forward to see a I'm, I'm bummed out because the next one is sea of monsters which is my least favorite of the series i like sea of monsters it just feels like it drags on but no i, I really um, like sea of monsters i i think the the ocean stuff is really nice yeah uh, it's cool i like him being on the ocean it does feel the most like uh greek myth because yeah let's go to the sea and grab get this very important magical item sort of thing uh which Um, one of the books the the main set is your favorite 
Ooh, I like Battle of the Labyrinth a lot. That's my favorite. Um, no, oh wait, is it Battle of the Labyrinth, or is it something of the Labyrinth? Yeah, it's Battle of the Labyrinth. It's the I, first okay. one I ever owned, actually. Oh, okay. Um, I love the Lightning Thief. The Lightning, lightning Thief is pretty high up there for me. It's the Lightning the Thief, most solid, honestly. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know if I would call it the most solid, but it feels the most whimsical. Okay, um, I, I was gonna say the opposite. I feel like it feels the most grounded. Like they take a an animal in the yeah. book, especially where it's really grimy in there, and they are kind of just kids. Yeah, no, that that's part. fair. I I'm just saying it feels the most like a lot like the first Harry Potter book, where it, you're getting introduced to this world of magic, and you're like, holy shit, everything around me is so crazy. Yeah, um, and I like. Um, I love this is why Percy Jackson is a fucking 10 times better character than Harry Potter is. But Harry Potter goes around and he's like, uh, oh, wow, look at all this cool oh, magic yeah, shit. And Percy say. Jackson's just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, and, <laughs> I do wish we got more of that. I, I love that in the I, I think I think Scoville does such a good job with his facial expressions yeah. of just looking bewildered at the shit going on around him. Um, but I wish he questioned it so much yeah. more. Um, but like like at the yeah, I and remember I think you could of, you could kill two birds with one stone there, where if he didn't know as much about mythology. He could very, it's very easy for them to have, you know, be fighting fucking, uh, what's his name? Scruffy? Scotto? Cuts your fucking legs off of your head. Oh, um. Scabby, some shit like that. Yeah. Um, the mattress guy. Crappy, whatever. Um, where he (laughs) he goes into there and and that's the whole bit. And he's just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, no, that those are some of my favorite moments of the show. Like when his mom's explaining to him about the Greek gods, he's like, your dad was a god. And he's like, like, Jesus? <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh, that shit fucking rules. So, okay, or like when um, Dionysus is like, I'm your dad. And he's like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, Jason Manzanukas, the only, Great as far as I Dionysus. know, Greek um, actor playing a Greek god. Uh, and it does suck. He's playing another asshole because that's what he's typecasted as. And he's yeah. the Greek god of assholes. Look, he's great at But he's fucking awesome at it. He's so good in this Dude, series. I, I love how quick he was to be like, <laughs> oh, here's a demigod that I can manipulate I can easily manipulate. to do a quest for me. Also, um, and I don't remember if it's this way in the book. Uh, uh, from memory, he's got the tantalus. No, that, that's when tantalus comes up. But like, if he reaches yeah, for a wine glass, it turns into coke or some shit in my head. Um, yeah, I think maybe it's water. Something like that. Or it turns into it. Because no, I think they make a joke about Jesus. A diet coke. Yeah, I think he just likes Diet Coke because he can't drink yeah. wine. Which is funny because that's actually what Coke was created for. To replace <laughs> wine in, in his cocaine. Um, The guy who invented it, yeah. He, mm-hmm. he used to drink wine with his cocaine. But then the wine was too unhealthy. So he made Coca-Cola. <laughs> um so yeah fun little a bit there but um using the fact that that's a good little bit of foreshadowing where demigods can break the rules that gods have put on each other by him being like hey you go grab me a wine yeah i think i don't 
remember if that's a thing where um, they sit there and explain that's what's going on in the show or that's, that's just my saying. brain filling it in. Maybe that's the case. Maybe I'm reading too yeah. far into it. But um, if it is on purpose, that's a good bit of foreshadowing. No, I think it is on purpose. But I think like that with a lot of other things, if I'm saying they could have and I'm just not remembering it. They should have been like, like Grover should have been like, hey, don't listen to him. This is what he's doing. Oh, yeah. Maybe um, this should have been more explicit. I was just saying I really liked how subtle. Yeah, it was. no, I, I I liked it too. But I know what was going True. on. Especially so, if for the target audience of children. They might not have caught that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but nah, yeah, that rules. Um, yeah, look, this show as a whole kind of fucking kicks ass i really like the end conflict we were talking about it before we were recording but when zeus is just about to fucking murk percy <laughs> and decided uh, uh, shows lance up reddick and... uh the late great lance reddick is really good in this he portrays a, an asshole in a way that i don't think i think most people would have chewed the scenery a bit too much but mm -hmm. he plays it in exceptionally straight at no point does he does it feel like he is aware of how much of an asshole he is. Yeah, he's no. just a dick. It, which is like what you want. I I agree. I'm curious as to what they're gonna do going forward after his passing. I mean, it's not like it's hard. The gods can change their form at will, so it's pretty easy to recast. But I am I am curious as to how they'll go moving forward. Maybe he'll be Greek. Uh, hey, maybe he will be. Again, um, the only other Greek god is an asshole, but yeah, but like that's the Greek god. Yeah, if you're gonna so, have any Greek god, it should probably be Zeus. Yeah. Um. Speaking of um them, uh, God, I love the whoever worked on the costume design for this show, fucking nailed it. Um, uh, like all the campers look great. All the fucking um like people like the like Chiron and shit look fucking great. Uh, but the gods themselves, the one I will say, um, Hermes felt a bit lame, him just kind of in a brown hoodie that looks yeah. like, yeah, that's I just like, something he was wearing. Is this the thing I, I'm making up, or was this in Sea of Monsters? I think it was in Sea of Monsters, the film, where Nathan Fillion is Hermes and he's wearing a UPS brown shirt. I think that might be in the film. In the book, I think he's wearing a tracksuit. Yeah, which I um, think would kick ass. Yeah, no, Make that look like he's ass. in the Russian mob. Uh, but I love that um, Zeus is wearing his pinstripe suit. Yeah. Fucking Poseidon just kicking around in a Hawaiian shirt. Um, um, Kronos is, is because it's in the dream, he shows up as either a weird, rickety, old, gray man. Yeah. Or um, I think an older Asian dude. When he's talking when? to Luke in Percy's dream where he's like looking through an office door. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. Um yeah, <laughs> he is those things. He's either the Grim Reaper or, or just an, old an older Asian guy. Yeah. Um, which I don't I'm not against really, but um I don't know, it was a little weird. Yeah. I feel like uh, be a little con more consistent with Kronos's maybe. Mm-hmm. But eh, who cares? Yeah um but uh yeah the introduction of iris stuff earlier is clever i like that they've they've set that yeah. up uh i like that they showed um that it's you really separate it as rainbow from what just water sort yeah. of thing which i feel like in the book it's mostly just always water that yeah. they use but in this where they're in a it's truck, like a crystal you, prism yeah they yeah, that's use cool. a prism um yeah i, I loved all that sort of thing uh, but yeah, 10 out of 10 show. 
I'd um, probably give it a nine out of ten. Yeah, I don't know if it was perfect. I yeah, like no, yeah, I, I I was being fucking. I was, it was <laughs> actually, I forgot we actually rate things uh, here. Um, and you do and it out of a hundred. So if I'm rating it, um, probably like a seventeen out of twenty. Okay, new one for this. Okay, whatever. Um, I'll, I'll probably um, go like. Look, I, I, I felt like, like it was proficient. It was good. I feel like nine out of ten doesn't describe exactly what I find. F- fuck you. Um, probably closer to like um a, a twenty six out of thirty. Cool. Yeah. Fuck me. Um, <laughs> um you know, a bit of fun. Um, Eight out of ten. You, I would say solid. If you were um a little dead of god, uh, what cabin you, you think you would of be us. in? Um, no. Um, would, would I be in or what I would like to be in? Because I think those are different answers. Uh, give me one, then the other. What I would probably be in, and uh, this is going to feel like bragging, but it's a thing most people tell me about. Uh, I'm like slightly above average intelligence wise. I guess that would put me in the mm-hmm. Athena camp, but I actually don't find Athena super interesting in this world. Yeah, I'd no, much rather I... be Hephaestus or Ares. I was thinking um, if I'm just translating my Ravenclaw Harry Potter house, it'd probably end up being um, Athena-ish. But um, I don't know. Honestly, I, this might be how it should work. We say what we might want, and then the other person says what they think you would be. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, but, but yeah, I was saying I could see me being Athena. Um, honestly, knowing my luck, I'd probably just be unclaimed and end up in the Hermes cabin. Um, well, that's funny because I was gonna say you you do strike me as, as Hermes a bit. A little thief boy. No, they got a ton <laughs> of shit going on. Uh yeah, I I wouldn't mind Hermes. I love a good uh super speed. If I was gonna choose, I'd be cabin 13, baby. Represent underworld all the way. Um, I got a gay older little brother maybe and his dead sister and then um, also that kicks a, ass like a half sister doubly yeah look i Pluto. love i love the characters of fucking um uh of heroes of olympus even though i still haven't got all the way through the whole series and i honestly really this isn't much of a spoiler the last book in that series kind of sucks kind of yeah, feels like phoned it in i i i do hear that um but um the whole uh greek roman thing uh they get to swap never really made much sense to me especially if they could still have kids as jupiter and pluto and shit like who cares about kind of just the name change yeah yeah at that point um i do think it might be a bit more interesting in a show or live action where you have different actors portraying the same characters and shit i think that kind of shit would be cool uh, but yeah, um, Cabin 13, I guess. Uh, oh, I hope Hades becomes more interesting. He's kind of like a... Yeah, I'm, I really liked in this that the underworld wasn't just hell. Good on you for yeah, doing that. Cool for not and just Cerberus kicked ass. I rad. loved Cerberus in this. Um, you gotta watch out yeah. for the cute head. Uh, I hope it's sweet Gary and it's Steven's reference. Sweet something, reference for like two people in the whole world, maybe. Something nobody will get unless they listen to every one of our episodes, which I think we did an episode. On <laughs> we and did. And, and nobody will get uh, until it comes to Amazon or some shit. So like it's planned um, to. 
Oh, is it? Yeah, it's planned to. And Fuck yeah, hopefully we get a season it up two. For the, yeah, for the next season. Um, I would love that. Um, if I was to put you into a cabin, um, hmm, I do experience much more of your dickish side, so I it's could true. see Zeus. Um, I don't think I give heaps Zeus energy, though. I don't like know. I can be a dick, yes. But you could be a dick, and you could be pompous, booming. and like uh, a, a little bit full of yourself. Um, but I don't know if <laughs> look. If Zeus is a massive. Dick. Zeus will rape. I'm not calling you that much of a dick. <laughs> I'm just saying I could. I see much more of those qualities uh, than many other people uh, get a chance to see in you. Um, but I don't think that's a defining characteristic or anything, so I don't think I would put you there. Um, Hephaestus, you're not that handy. I'm of not a guy. that handy, yeah. I'm good with computers, but other than that, um, you're vain as hell, so maybe Aphrodite. I don't know, if that's do... true. No, it's not true at all. Um, I think, look, I could also see you pretty Hermes like. I'm not much of a thief. Dexterity is clearly the thing I'm the worst at. Yeah, but that both of those things are true to me. Um, you just... Termy's always... I'm not seems, much of a traveler. I hate going look, places. The gods are shit people, but Hermes always seems like one of the gods with a good heart. Like, he's always the one who he'll run into as someone caught in a pickle, and he's like, ah, oh, let me help you out. Have buddy. some holy moly. Yeah, um, and I, I could see a lot of, like, the willingness to help others and shit and you. Um, I, I think I could see that a good bit. I don't know. I picked Hermes for you because I think you got more of that that wander lost than i do i know do. you like going play you went to hawaii I, and stuff i do and like, like going i'm hopefully gonna piggyback on my aunt's trip back to hawaii again yeah uh, that's what i mean you you like travel i think more than i do i typically hate travel i get car sick really easily i do uh, get car sick easily i hate i like going places i hate which maybe uh, that's a point against him because he's the god of travel and not location. I like to be at other places. I hate getting there. <laughs> yeah, there that is a point against. Um, um, but, oh, uh, you uh, like both archery and stuff like that. You could be Apollo. I could see it. I that that's who I was getting at. I was like, I I think I could see you as a little my little ray of sunshine. A little. I don't know if I give <laughs> energy sunshine energy. I'm you give a pretty little negative sunshine Nancy. energy. Yeah, you are a pretty negative Nancy. But yeah, no, you're right. It's Zeus. You're a kid of Zeus. Hey, I'll take it. Or I guess I'll give you it, but I do like. I mean, this um, is a side you wouldn't see because we're good friends. But um, I do really like to fight, and I for a long yeah, time had no, a pretty bad anger issue. Um. Uh, plus, your butt ugly like most of us. I mean, yeah, that's kids. true. <laughs> I've um, I've had my nose broken. You know that that was that pissed me off. How Co Clarice was not fucking dog shit ugly in this. Hire ugly kid actors. They my only thing is she work. didn't look like she could fight. Is my problem. Yeah, I, that I think too. you should see a like a really like tough, rough and tumble looking. Team. But like, I okay, I don't get mad at like race swaps and stuff as long as you look at the person you're like yes that person embodies 
what this person is supposed to be. Uh, the characters I didn't get that with this are Clarice, because um, she's supposed to be butt ugly, and uh, Luke, who's supposed to be like fucking Chad handsome. But when he showed up, I'm like, yeah, he's I guess he's just some guy. Uh, I maybe I didn't really get that's that. what I've seen uh, online. I and really I'm much more phenomenon. willing to um appreciate the handsomeness of a dude than you are. I don't know if that's um, true, but I yeah. I think that very much is true. Every time um, I talk about that sort of thing, you go, Yeah, I guess I don't see that. Um that depends but, um, on the guys. You find weird guys handsome. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, Hephaestus was hot as hell. It happened earlier in this episode. <laughs> I don't think he was hot. I think he looked. I think he looked like um, that guy we joke about in. I think he's in Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's got a weird, funny name. We talked about him like once off off podcast. He looks um, like a fish. I don't know who we're, you're referring to, but I don't think he looks like anybody in Brooklyn Nine Nine. But um, anyways, uh, we that's probably heaps of time we spent talking about Percy Johnson. Um, I did the little joke. Yeah, you did the joke. I fucked it up. Peter Johnson, was, or um, Promiscuous Whisker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, let us know what you thought about the show and that kind of bullshit. Uh, that we're supposed to pretend to care about. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, honorable I'm, mention I'm for kidding. my favorite. Not, Battle of Labyrinth probably is my favorite, but uh, Titan's Curse, I think, is underrated. Oh, yeah, Titan's Curse kicks ass. Look, it's a series of nothing but bangers. Yeah. Um, like I said, mine is, my least favorite is Sea of Monsters, but the only issue I have with that is it feels like it drags on for a bit. Yeah, I could see that. And I, th- I think my least favorite is, and I think this is a problem of writing, and writing in general, um, he very rarely knows how to fully stick a landing. I really like Last Olympian. It's not bad, but there are definitely parts of it. I think is clearly. I think I think the finale of Last Olympian could have exactly. hit a lot harder. Exactly. I like so much of Last Olympian. Like it has one of my favorite moments in the whole series, where um, I think it's Percy and Nico uh, go visit Luke's mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I loved that shit and that kind of shit and all the build up to the finale, um, but yeah I think the finale itself could have just been cooler I guess and like it's not for lack of trying there is some really cool stuff in that last fight like Percy riding in on a hurricane and mm-hmm. him having that sword fight and they're both got Achilles juice all over them yeah that shit kicks ass look and so much of this if Percy kicking ass fucking rules and I hope the show gets more of it going on like when i was so hyped for the show um when he was about to fight aries and aries is all like i'm gonna fucking kill you or do whatever i'm like dude shut the fuck step the fuck up then (laughs) like if i was percy i would have been the same i'm gonna put your money where your mouth is i'm (laughs) about to kill you dude what is very funny is um they clearly don't want to hurt, like, even if not really hurt, but show children being hurt all that much. Yeah, there's so much, so much of this is really toned down. Yeah. Or, which I understand. Like, a big example is his stepdad, who was physically and emotionally abusive yeah, in the book. In the book. Or in this, he was just kind of an unpleasant guy. Douche. Not even like that much of a deuce. Like, it seemed like they kind of did 
care they about seem to other. have a rapport yeah, yeah. they seem to and have then, a, a chemistry and then even with percy it didn't seem like he hated the kid like until he starts up. lying to him about on the news yeah right? on the news but when he's interacting actually interacting person, yeah it didn't really seem like it just seemed like he didn't get along yeah whereas like, in the book when like when percy was like yeah i pushed her into the fucking uh yeah uh, like i got in trouble for fighting and he's like oh okay like he, there was a bit of pride in him too yeah whereas um, in the book he clearly hates percy for he's just tying maybe his the mom down kind of worst thing. human being who's ever existed oh, yeah. he's an alcoholic fucking legitimately which... disgusting has a trash t- apartment basically they, al- they also don't really explain that that that's like a sacrifice yeah that's the reason she's with him um which i guess uh, they don't want to do they don't want to make it oh if your parents are in an abusive relationship she's doing it for your sake and yeah yeah i could see that um but but, like um, still they kind of sand down it's it's toned down a lot yeah and there's not much edge honestly Mm, well i think the books do in such a great way because it deals with these like very mature problems but because it's a kid narrating to it and it's through the eyes of a kid it's talking about these problems as if they're like you're talking to someone as if you're equals with them right so like you're having all these mature themes but you're not really you don't have to necessarily dive in all those yeah it's not really dealt with in such a dark way right through the way you're the telling of, yeah, yeah exactly um, um which i appreciate so much through right this. i think it's one of the things riordan is the best at i mean it's the impetus for the entire series yeah exactly. the idea was you know his son has both dyslexia and adhd and he felt really bad about those so he wanted to write a story where those became assets not hindrances yeah exactly and so he uses that as a framework to show lots of different things to kind of explain it to kids like with gabe i think that's his name i remember it yeah now. gabe yeah um we kept saying gil earlier when we were just talking i think i said gorb at one point but that <laughs> might have been before the episode um where he's like abusive and it kind of what talks the about fuck that. was up with the fucking oracle being him i don't know i don't I, really I, know <laughs> that i was so confused and they never explained it or anything i'm like was that a joke it wasn't funny um but yeah the only thing i was gonna say is which is unfortunate because they have a pretty great excuse to have kids get pretty roughed up and then be mm-hmm. fine in like two minutes yeah exactly with nectar where they just drink it and boom they're fine mm-hmm. i think they also could have done more with the mist they could have like they do it a little bit in the pilot to show you but i think as they're going around you could see mist going off of stuff maybe yeah i think they do a good job at for the most part keeping it up um especially with like the big stuff where you're like how would people not notice like um echidna with uh the chimera yeah when it's chasing <laughs> them through the subway uh the through the train you're like how how is nobody noticing this but then they have that shot of the person looking through and they see the little dog walk by yeah but i, I like feel that. like the mist is also supposed to kind of explain it to people and so when that little dog starts like wrecking the sides of the train mm-hmm yeah know. that's fair i think the mist is a much bigger deal in the second book so yes, maybe it maybe it will be a much bigger deal in the second season uh but we've talked for ages and we yeah. already started the wrap up we wrapped um, up fucking 20 minutes ago uh so yeah if you want um, to hey, sorry to the stuff, person who just joined in right now uh that skipped too podcast. far ahead yeah 
uh, when I told you skip a couple minutes, and then I told you, you, you skip like skipping. an hour and thirty or whatever. Uh, yeah, you're like, oh, maybe they're done here, and you jump all the way over here. Welcome back. Go back a bit further. Um, <laughs> just hear the spoilers. Who cares? Yeah, um, just hear the spoilers. Honestly, I didn't spoil too much. Um, um, uh, I, yeah. I spoiled a pretty big. Deal. If you have opinions on Percy Jackson or um, what you might do to kind of course correct, maybe. Um, yeah, or, look, I don't course correct seems like a pretty strong yeah. statement. Uh, to, to just kind of improve here an improvement, and yeah. Um, you can let us know at our email at the atomic email at gmail.com. Yeah, if you want to tell us what house you're in, that would that actually house, be pretty uh, cool. Cabin, um, cabin, yeah. Um, or at least which one you like, Keith, because of their traits and whatnot. I really like um, the I've heard two pronunciations, and I'm pretty sure. I've been told one of them is correct, but it's actually the other one. But uh, I think most Americans would pronounce it as Hecate, the goddess of magic. Oh, Ooh, yeah. But I think in the Greek, it's closer to Ekate. Mm -hmm. But uh, she's got a cabin in the later ones when everybody gets cabins, not just the cool boys. Yeah. Um, it's, I remember it sounding cool as fuck. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, if it's one of the late later ones which i think mine was cabin 13 i think comes later yeah it does um uh yeah let let us know i love to hear you guys talk about yourselves um uh, but you could do that at our social media at uh our like our instagram at atomic android 2020 you got there ladies and gentlemen he got there. um or, or our, our twitter at yeah, atomic androids um our x our yeah, atomic androids Look, eventually, that's all people are going to know it as. No, not when everything refers to it as <laughs> X parentheses formerly Twitter. <laughs> also, heaps of the URLs are still Twitter.com. Yeah, maybe we'll just... um. I, I have a feeling we're just going to bully Elon to the point where he just yeah. sells it back at a loss to somebody else. If we have to do on this podcast, we'll jump on exclusively threads. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I think I signed up for Threads or whatever once and haven't touched it. At I did all. it once and I hated it and I deleted it, but I think under my thing it still just says my Threads at. Hell yeah! Um. Well, uh, thanks, thanks for, listening. for listening, fellas. And what's the other fell? You got dudes and dudettes, um, guys and gals. Is there one for fellas? Um. I mean, I don't really see fellas as all that gendered of a term, but um, I think it is. Like, but I think somebody who I mean, I use it as not all that gendered. Sure, same thing with guys, but there's the the very funny uh, thing where it's like, okay, then ask somebody who who's that. Like, yeah. How many guys have you fucked? Oh yeah, no, I'm cool with it. I... Four. <laughs> <laughs> How many fellas? Um... Hey, fellas. All my fellas. Ladies, I think. At least according to Outcast, fellas right? Fellas and ladies. Ladies. No, and, hey, no, fellas. No, yeah, I guess. Um, bye. Bye. Man, we just won't shut the fuck up. Yeah, well, that's why we got a podcast. <laughs> All, right. All my fellas. Hey. <laughs> yep.
<laughs> Little goblin laughs. Uh, they say it's good for the throat. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com <laughs> 